Hello, and welcome to Nonfiction Friends, where truth is stranger than fiction. I am your host, Josh. I am not your host, Rebecca. Co-host. Co-host. Ghost. Ghost host. Ghost host. We could not. How many times do you think we've said that? Ghost host? Over the years. It's always Halloween. (laughs) Year round. All the time. We're actually not real. We're not real. Non-corporeal. Anyway. an illusion. Oh, man. Wibbly wobbly. My head hurts already. (laughs) So. uh, Happy Pride. Happy Pride. We could not let this month go by without wishing you all a happy Pride and um, talking about uh, some Pride-related topics. Yeah. Um, Of course, we have plenty of uh, books uh, on Pride-related topics. Paraphernalia. Paraphernalia. Topics. Things, topics. Lots of stuff. Uh, some of my favorites. Stories. Um, biographies. Biographies. Uh, Factual. Recently, uh, these these are actually newer books that we got released just this year. Um, They're very pretty. The Queen's English, an LGBTQIA plus dictionary. Mm-hmm. Um, keeping up with all your terms and all, you know, just language. Yeah. To, you it's know. It's chock full. It chock is chock full. full. Beautiful illustrations, very beautifully. Um, it's got the flags in there. See, you, nice. you figure, I wish more dictionaries were like this because like. Visually. Visually, because like I feel like they'd be more. Pictures. Yeah, we pictures. Need pictures. We need people. pictures. We need dictionaries that are reformatted in ways that I can, I like to look at them, you know? Yeah. Um, we also have the drag dictionary. Yes. Um, both of these are actually different call numbers. Uh, 418 for the Queen's English and 305.3 for the Drag Dictionary. Um, but these are both here. These are both new. And I believe they are on our display for Pride Month, which is in our lobby. Yeah. So I have to say I'm pretty I'm pretty up to speed in in the terms of the Drag Dictionary. But I did learn a couple of words in there. Uh, do you watch? Are you familiar with like drag shows? I am familiar. You watch RuPaul? I don't watch. No, you don't watch RuPaul. Have you seen a live drag show? Yes. Yes. They're always a good time. Yes. Very fascinating. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to Hamburger Mary's in Orlando, but I haven't been yet. To like one of theirs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Drag brunches or whatever. Yeah. Yes. I've only ever eaten there. I haven't partaken of a drag show there. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. But so uh, for this episode, we thought um, it would be good to go over uh, some of the many flags that are you, that you might see around during, you know, Pride. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of colors, a lot of stuff, you know, just um, to bring you up on some history and uh, just, you know, see, you know, to tell you what they mean, where they came from, stuff yep. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Just try, close your eyes. Close your eyes. I want you to picture some colors. And try to picture some of the flags that you're familiar with during Pride. Yes. You've got the rainbow. You've got the ally flag, which is the black and white with the rainbow A in it. That's a very, I feel like that's a very good flag um, if you don't consider yourself part of the LGBTQ plus community. Um, Always a welcome sight, the ally flag. Yes. So don't be ashamed to fly that outside your house or wear a pin or flaunt it during Pride season or anytime, right. really. Flags are for more than just Pride. But anyway, 
Uh, let's get started. So the original pride flag is called the Gilbert Baker pride flag. It has the colors hot pink, red, orange, yellow, green, turquoise, indigo, and violet. They all have their different meanings. I love all of that. I that know, was, right? That's great. Very colorful. Um, in 1977, Harvey Milk challenged Gilbert Baker, a veteran who taught himself how to sew, to come up with a symbol of pride for the gay community, which uh, resulted in the pride flag. Inspired by Judy Garland's Over the Rainbow, they flew over San Francisco Gay Freedom Day Parade uh, on June 25th, 1978. Uh, some dispute whether Baker was the sole creator of the flag that started, but the symbolism remains. So each color has a different aspect um, for pride. You've got hot pink, which is sex, red equals life, orange equals healing, yellow is sunlight, green is nature, turquoise is magic and art, indigo is serenity, and violet is spirit. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, after the assassination of Harvey Milk, many wanted the pride flag commissioned to commemorate his accomplishments for the community. Uh, the demand was greater than the available fabric, however, so the Paramount Flag Company began selling the version of the flag, as did Gilbert Baker, who had trouble getting the hot pink fabric. So in 1978 to 1999, the pride flag did not have turquoise or hot pink in it, huh. which is... Sad, but that I guess that sad. makes sense because it's not. A, I mean, well, I mean, hot pink. I don't think hot pink back then was like a like a color you would see a lot in fabric yes. at all. You know. Yeah. However, it did have two shades of purple, so that's interesting because it goes red, orange, yellow, green, blue. I mean, you would figure violet, like pur- like purple isn't far from pink. Right. I don't know. But there's some sort of science in there that we just don't understand. Look, I don't know colors. <laughs> uh, so then there's the traditional gay pride flag the most familiar of them. In 1979, the community landed on this six-color version, which was hung from lampposts in San Francisco. Numerous complications over having an odd number of colors led to turquoise being dropped, um, and you can read more about that in the books. Okay, then there's the Philadelphia People of Color Inclusive flag, uh, which includes black and brown, to be more inclusive to all races. And... uh, then there's the Progress Pride flag. Ew, these things are hard to say. Yeah, say Which, that five times fast. Go. <laughs> I can't. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> uh, so the Progress Pride flag, uh, many of you have probably seen it because it's more uh, with the times, yes. I guess. Yeah. Uh, so it's the this, rainbow. You'll probably, yeah, you'll probably see this flag um, in like a more progressive, yeah, like a more yeah. progressive circles. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I have this one outside my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the rainbow with the transgender um, colored flags in a triangle, and then the inclusive black and brown. Yeah, on so it's like it's bringing in like you know putting everything together, and it's a really beautiful flag, actually. Yes, this was uh, designed by Daniel Quasar, who identifies as non-binary. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, then you can get into more specific flags. You've got the bisexual flag, which was designed by Michael Page. Um, Let's see, you've got the overlap of the stereotypical colors for boys and girls. So you've got pink on the top, blue on the bottom, and then purple where they um, overlap. I saw that yawn. No, I was not (laughs) yawning at all. You were too. Okay, that's fine. All right, then you've got the pansexual pride which was created in 2010. 
This color has the uh, reflections of the pink and blue again for boys and girls, and then you've got yellow for non-binary, gender non-conforming. Mm-hmm. Uh, my personal favorite. Then uh. you've got the asexual flag, like the pansexual flag. It was created in 2010. Uh, let's see. It represents ace identities, uh, including gray sexuals and demisexuals. Mm-hmm. Then there is the transgender flag, which was created in 1999 and first flown at the Pride Parade, parade in Phoenix a year later. So... The pink and blue, again, repeats with uh, traditional baby blue for boys, baby pink for girls, and the white in the middle is for those who are transitioning or feel that they have no gender. Ooh, that's fair. Yeah, which that's is it's very beautiful, like, satisfying to look at flag. God, I love flags. I just love all these colors. It's yeah, making no, me so happy beautiful. to look at all of these. Okay, then you've got the gender fluid or gender flexible flag. Uh, encompassing the fluctuations and the flexibility of gender in gender fluid people. This flag features colors associated with femininity, masculinity, and everything in between. The pink stands for femininity. The white represents lack of gender. The purple represents the combination of masculinity and femininity. Femininity. And the black symbolizes all genders, including third genders. And finally, we have the non-binary flag, created in 2011, highlights androgyny with the lavender, agender identities with white, and non-binary people with green. And that is that. That is all, well, it's not all of the flags, because there are, like, tons of flags. But this is just a sprinkling of some of the flags that you may see at pride parades or just throughout the life. Have you ever been to a Pride Festival? Yes, I have. We have mm-hmm. one in Kissimmee. Well, we used to before yeah. COVID. Yes. We both have been to that one a couple times, right? Yeah. Been to that one. Uh, I've been to one in South Carolina. Um, very. I, just, I will say, like, the energy there is always just so pleasant. And I just. It's very positive. Very positive. Very, like, loving. And, like, I never felt unwelcomed at any time right and good food actually yeah it's always a good time uh you can feel comfortable that no matter who you are uh you are welcome there and there are probably people who experience things similar to you and you feel a sense of community absolutely no matter how you identify so yeah it's always a good time even if you're an ally it's a good time Absolutely. Absolutely. I hope that the Kissimmee Pride comes back someday. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about it. I know. have not heard anything about it I think it the, uh, the Orlando one was pushed back to October, wasn't it? I believe so, yes. The Orlando one looks like a great time. However, it looks like maybe a little bit too many people for me. Because I'm a little bit... Uh, a crowd not not a fan of crowds let me tell you <laughs> i went out to eat the other day and it wasn't that crowded when i first got there but when as time went on and it got more and more crowded the more and more anxious i got and i'm just like maybe i'm not ready for crowds yet <laughs> maybe i'm just 
It's a real thing. Coming back from COVID has been difficult for people. I feel like I really want to go to Pride. Like, yeah, you know, I think by October, maybe we'll be more used to it. Yeah. And we can I just be... need to get used to seeing people's faces again. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing people's faces can be jarring. Uh, Especially my face. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you said it, not me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Uh, so moving on. Um, moving on. Have you read, you know, books? Read books. Uh, reading. What's reading? I don't understand what reading you're asking me. You with words on pages. <laughs> with words on pages. Um, I'm super slow right now. I'm still reading uh, Your Body is Not an Apology. Um, so, yeah, I have been reading it, just not very... You shouldn't have to apologize speedily? for your slow reading. Spe- speedily? I did, did I tell you that I finished uh, Surrender Your Sons by Adam Sass? No. Have we mentioned this? I did finish it. It was really good. It was a, a nail biter for a little bit there, but it um it uh, ended well. Good. Well, that's good. Ten out of ten. Recommend. Uh, Especially during Pride season because uh, you know it touches on um, teenagers coming out, discovering their sexuality, as well as being faced with uh, conversion therapy camps. Right. So uh, you get an inside look at the main teen's struggle with his own identity. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So would you you recommend? Yeah. Okay. Especially for someone who may not have had an experience like that, you know, not having to worry about coming out to their parents or something like that. No, for Um, sure. It's a good perspective to gain. Yeah. Uh, So in the highest, I've, I've read two comics, I think. I feel like there's more that I've read, but I can't remember. I'm still reading Spectre Inspectors. Um, uh, they recently came out with their fourth volume that I read. Very good. I s- still suggest reading it. Um, it has um, queer characters in it, which is, you know, always great. Mm-hmm. And um, it's very good. Yeah. Fun time. Uh, I also read Harley Quinn, Black, White, and Red, um, which is a... A uh, combination of uh, different Harley Quinn uh, comic books um, by different artists. Cool. And the art in there is only black, white, and red. Nice. And it is, and you would think like that would be a strain on that, but it actually it looks really good. Nice. Like Sin um, City. Yes, yes. Cool. Um, and it it was one of the best comics I've read like this year wow. so far okay. um it's actually very good like cool. all the i know all this like it's a combination of stories and they're not interconnected in any way so you can just like read them through and whatever um they're really good stories um some of my favorite artists are in there um does it touch on her relationship with poison ivy uh some of them do yes nice so cool. yeah it's very good awesome i recommend it cool beans on hoopla hoopla hoop hoopla <laughs> Um, and if you haven't heard already, we have a lot of stuff going on for the summer. Um, a lot of yeah. our summer reading programs for adults and kids and teens. Yes. Um, uh, most of that you have to sign up through Beanstack, which is on our website, but you can follow the links there for our summer reading programs and mm-hmm. everything. And, um, there are lots of prizes that you can potentially win. We have gift baskets. Prizes. We have gift cards and other things. Amazing. That we, yeah. So 
check that out. Yeah, and we've got all of the Tech Central classes that are repeating over the summer. So you've got introduction to sewing, photography, photo editing, uh, graphic design, how, podcasting. How fast can you teach me to thread a needle? Um, Maybe about five minutes. Okay. How how much confidence do you have in me to thread a needle? I have great confidence in you. Okay. I think you can do it. But the nice how thing about, about our sewing machines, uh, that takes nothing. I mean, I could teach you the whole ins and outs of a sewing machine in like 10 minutes. Hmm. I, I'm hard pressed to believe you. <laughs> I'm a very difficult learner. <laughs> they are not as scary as they seem. They are needles. It's true, but if you keep your fingers out of the way, unlike myself, then you'll be fine. (laughs) Exactly. I've seen you hurt yourself. (laughs) I've been sewing for years, and I've only injured myself once. So it's a pretty good track record. Knock on wood. Oh, man. Because now that I've said that. You just just signed yourself up for some injuries. lose a finger to the crafting gods. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that's going to do it for us here. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Yeah. For now and always. And always. Always. And always. Uh, Just remember, we love our listeners. And that's nonfiction, friends.